wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. In comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Today's episode of Locked On Royals is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. I am your host, on Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. We're back again after yet another Royals loss. They drop the game to the Chicago Cubs 6-1. to Wrap up the series tonight. Brad Keller back on the mound for Kansas City. Bat flip Brad is on the mound after battling COVID and trying to get his arm stretched out. I'm sure that he'll go about five, uh, maybe six innings tonight for Kansas City. Just hope he can maybe get out of the fourth inning, but you know, you never know uh, in his first start back from COVID. Uh, but last night for the Royals, they only get five hits. They get one run, uh, have two errors in the field. But the big story was, of course, Chris Bubich on the mound. Uh, the rookie gives up two runs on four hits, but goes six innings with two walks given up, but six strikeouts. And that's kind of what you would expect from Bubich going forward. I, I wouldn't think that uh, he'll ever turn into a dominant pitcher. A couple runs, six strikeouts, get you through six, maybe even get you through seven on, on, a, on a few occasions. That's probably the ceiling for Chris Bubich, and we saw that potential Yesterday against the Cubs. And look, anytime that you get through six innings of this Cubs lineup where you're going with Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez, Wilson Contreras, Kyle Schwarber, anytime you can navigate this lineup and only give up two runs, uh, it's going to be very, very impressive. So Chris Bubich uh, did a good job last night. Scott Barlow comes in again. I think he's pitching every single game for the Rose, it feels like anyway. He goes one inning, gets two strikeouts. He was fine. Ian Kennedy ran into some trouble. He couldn't make it out of his inning of work before giving up two runs on three hits. None of them were earned. And then your two mop-up duty guys give up a run apiece, and that's how the Cubs scored their six runs. Uh, in the field, Michael Franco had two throwing errors. Uh, it's going to happen with Michael Franco. That's kind of the big knock on him. I said it yesterday. Uh, and Any time that Jorge Soler is not in that DH role, you would like to see Michael Franco there because he's your – Second worst or maybe even first worst fielder. So if you put Soler in right field, you need to put Frank on the DH spot. Matheny yet again doesn't do it. Uh, McBrew is instead in that DH spot, and and Soler is in right field. Again, just a, uh, in my opinion, a mismanagement of the lineup, and it costs you a couple of runs. But uh, ultimately, the scoring doesn't matter if your bats can only give you five hits in a run in this game. Uh, it, it, it didn't matter if they gave up two runs or if they gave up six runs. You were going to lose this ball game because your lineup is just that dreadful. Uh, Whit Merrifield goes one for four. Uh, Perez goes one for four. McBroom is one for three. Uh, Franco's one for three. Nicky Lopez is one for three. That's that's the best you got in this game uh, at the plate. Uh, there was no one with multi-hits. Uh, no one even got on base twice in, in the same game. I mean, it was just pitiful. It really was. One for six with runners in scoring position. Left four men on base. 
just pitiful in this game. Uh, there's no other way to describe it. Anytime that you can look at a box score, not one single person uh, was able to get on base twice in the game. You get one walk in this game. So you get another game in which you're walking practically not at all uh, and lowering and lowering and lowering your base on ball percentage, uh, which is already the worst in the league. There's not much else to say about this ball game. I mean, the Royals were terrible. Uh, they're a bad team. They're 3-10 and 10 now. And they, and they show no life. They show no competitiveness. And uh, it seems as though the Mike Matheny spark, the Mike Matheny energy that uh, we were all praising he had in uh, you know January and in spring training and in summer camp, uh, it seems like it's worn out now and that this team is back to reality. Uh, they're back to not really caring, uh, you know, uh, not really caring about this team anymore and, and the performances that they have. And that's just going to be the way it is because this team is a bad team. So I don't know what to tell you. I know a lot of people were, were freaking out about Michael Frank on the field. We all knew that he was a bad fielder. And at this point in this part of the season, I personally just can't care about those two errors. I really can't. The game was lost. Uh, again, any time that you can only scratch across one run and you only get five hits in a game, uh, the pitching and the runs given up, to me, don't matter. Right? Just, they just don't. I mean, unless you're going to pitch a shutout, which at that point they already weren't going to, uh, you were not going to win this ball game. So I didn't really care too much about the errors. Uh, it's whatever to me. My biggest complaint with that is the fact that Matheny won't use him as a DH. And you can do this a multitude of ways. You can put Whit Merrifield at third base and then, and then have a new center fielder. You, you can do a lot of things by put, by moving Franco to DH, and I'm sure that that move gets easier if Hunter Dozier returns or when Hunter Dozier returns. Uh, but he's a bad fielder, and you can't take his bat out of the lineup. That, that's the bad part about it is he's one of your best hitters in this lineup. Top to bottom, he's one of your best all-around hitters. You need him. If you want to even be slightly competitive, if you want to even slightly try, you're going to need Michael Franco in the lineup. And furthermore, who cares? Who else are you going to throw out there besides Michael Franco? I mean, Bobby Witt Jr. is not making the leap from the Arizona Fall League to the major leagues. He's just not. From high school to the major leagues, it's not going to happen. So, so who would you want at third base? You don't have Dozier. He's still on the COVID list. None, none of the other prospects really matter to make a dent in that thing. And we'll talk about that tomorrow uh, of who should be up here and who can make an impact and who's getting overlooked and things like that. Uh, but uh, this game really summed up the season yet again. You get a nice outing from Chris Bubich against this lineup. Six innings, four hits, two runs. It's nothing to uh, nothing to sneeze at. Only gives up two walks and strikes out six. Uh, I really like what Chris Bubich did. Uh, Chris Bubich showed yet again that he's one of the best pitchers on this team, uh, which is however you want to look at it. I mean, your two best pitchers on this team, uh, the two very best to me are Brady Singer and Chris Bubich. Uh, they're also both making their debut, uh, one of which from high A. So whatever you take that with a grain of salt, you may do. I want to tell you about good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right. 20 years ago, you did not know how to work your email address properly, but you could have been buying auto parts online at rockauto.com. My favorite part about rockauto.com is that I do not know how to work on cars. I don't know what my car needs. I don't know what's compatible with my car. I don't know how to tell what's going to fit where. And at rockauto.com, they have a website that is designed for people like me, where all you have to do 
is put in your make and model and they'll only show you car parts that are designed for your vehicle. So if you know what you need, you'll for sure get something compatible with your vehicle at rockauto.com. And there's no point to go to a chain auto parts store because all they're gonna do is see you walk in the door, smile because they know they can order your car part online for you and then upcharge you for that part. Skip the upcharge, go to rockauto.com with an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. And be sure to write locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box. I love Postmates and I love them even more now than ever before because Postmates has designed a new delivery service that leaves my products right outside my door. Therefore, I can get food delivered without leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, it's, they've created this non-contact delivery. So now when I order from local restaurants, everything is set right outside my door. They have Postmates pickups, which is a unique opportunity to be used to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants. Listen up. You guys need to support your local neighborhood spots right now. It's important to stimulate your local economy, and you can do that by ordering food from local businesses. And Postmates does not just pick up burgers and sushis. They also make my life easier by picking up everything I ever need from Walgreens or 7-Eleven and dropping it right outside my door. Just download the Postmates app for iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you need delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is offering our audience $100 of free delivery credit with your first seven days with the app. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use promo code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credits for your first seven days with the app. When you download that Postmates app, it's anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. So tonight, the Royals do get bat flip Brad Keller back on the mound. He'll be going up against Tyler Chatwood of the Chicago Cubs. Tyler Chatwood so far this year is 2-0 with a .71 ERA with 10 strikeouts on his resume. It's not looking good for Kansas City in this one. It looks like they're going to get blown out yet again, and it does not get any easier. This weekend, they face the Minnesota Twins. So you can surmise uh, this losing streak is going to extend itself well past the six-game streak, but it is baseball, and you never know how it's going to go. The good thing about the Twins series is you're going to turn to Junis, Duffy, and Singer. Uh, but talking about tonight's Cubs game, this game, of course, will be on Fox Sports, or just normal Fox, actually. How about that? They're going to move to the big show. So big Fox for Cubs-Royals. The Cubs are 10-2, and winning at an impressive clip. The Royals are 3-10, and losing at an impressive clip. So how about that? Uh, Brad Keller is back. I, again, four innings, five, six, somewhere in that range uh, he can go. I'd be impressed if he can get through five, uh, just given the fact he hasn't pitched this season, given the fact that he's still coming back from COVID and trying to stretch his arm out. Uh, so a five-inning performance would be really impressive uh, from from Brad Keller. I, I think that you're looking more towards what Junis did on Sunday uh, of a nice outing that goes like four innings and you're hoping your bullpen can get it done. Uh, but the bottom line is the, the pitching for all intents and purposes, the pitching has not been the problem. The problem has been your hitting. I mean, it's not like the pitching is letting down the hitting. The hitting isn't going up there uh, and getting you, getting you five runs a game, getting you, uh, you know, uh, getting you a ton of hits and giving you a ton of chances to win this ball game. Uh, there have been a couple of games where the pitching let them down, uh, but there's been way more games like, like last night where it's six to one 
your lineup has nothing going for it, and it wouldn't matter if those pitchers went out there and threw a no hitter, uh, you you wouldn't be able to scratch runs across the board uh, to win the ball game. Uh, so hopefully the lineup tonight can kind of kick it in gear. But one programming note about the Royals roster: uh, yesterday, right before game time, Brad uh, Bubba Starling went on the IL, so he is going to be out for at least 10 days, uh, Bubba Starling is. So we'll see how all what all goes down there. Glenn Sparkman, also with the forearm strain, goes to the IL, uh, and then they, recard, we, they recalled uh, Scott Blewett, who has since been sent down to make room for Brad Keller. And then the prospect pipeline came out. Bobby Witt Jr., of course, is up there, as is Asa Lacey uh, and some young guys like that. So this is according to MLB Pipeline, has its new top 100 prospect list out. Bobby Witt Jr. is number 11 overall, like in the entire pipe system. Wow, that's impressive. Asa Lacey is number 34. Brady Singer is 65. And Daniel Lynch is 67. So those are all the guys in your system who are finding their way into the MLB Pipeline top 100 prospect list. Exciting for Asa Lacey, your draft pick from this year. Uh, We talked about him uh, last week. Worry about his command a little bit. Uh, he's not even at the alternate site right now. They didn't add him to the 60-man roster, but that's the way it goes sometimes. So we'll see him next year. I'm sure he'll get a spring training invite just to be around minor league camp, and then he'll break camp and probably go to low A and move on from there. It's going to be a weird year, but the good thing about Asa Lacey is he's a college pitcher, so he should be further along in his development stages than a high schooler uh, to where you feel more comfortable accelerating the process and not having this year this year of no minor league ball really be a detriment to him. It shouldn't really affect him too much. So tomorrow we're going to look at the 60-man roster as it sits right now. As the rosters get trimmed down to 28 men today for the Royals, who should be in Kansas City and, and who should the Royals really be targeting to, to move forward with uh, on the 60-man roster? That's an option for them, a realistic option for them to call up at 3-10. and 10. This season is, again, lost for competitiveness, but – you should have a few guys in your 60-man roster that would be better to be played than a Brett Phillips or uh, than a Ryan McBroom. There, there should be someone better than those guys in your 60-man roster, and we'll dive into all of that on tomorrow's show. So I'm Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked On Royals.